On this day in 1863, the first Medals of Honor were presented for military gallantry in the Civil War. That's why today is National Medal of Honor Day, something Virginia State Delegate Lamont Bagby holds sacred. I think we take for granted the battlefields that we pass by, walk across frequently. Especially frequently if you live in Virginia, Bagby is leading a push in his state to remember the black soldiers who fought with valor in the Civil War. For example, on the battlefield at New Market Heights, 
On September 29, 1864, the Union Army confronted Confederate soldiers south of Richmond. The Union forces included thousands of black soldiers. Fourteen of them were awarded their medals of honor because of gallantry at the Battle of Newmarket Heights. That's more than half of the medals of honor given to black men during the Civil War. Mary Abro is a history teacher and a trustee with the American Battlefield Trust, which is preserving the site. So it seems especially appropriate that we should talk about them today and acknowledge their heroism and the ability of their example to inspire and to uplift previously unrepresented or underrepresented Americans. One of the Medal of Honor recipients was Powhatan Beatty. He was born into slavery in Virginia. He became a free cabinet maker and farmer in Cincinnati. And at the Battle of New Market Heights, he was a sergeant in the Union Army. The vast majority of the enlisted men in his regiment were wounded, as were all eight of their officers. He was a non-commissioned officer. He was the only one left. So he took charge of the regiment. And in a second charge, which was successful, that's when he won his Medal of Honor. Amazing life, enslaved, then a farmer and cabinet maker, then a war hero, and after the war, he became a Shakespearean actor. Lamont Bagby, who chairs the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus, supports telling these stories at preserved battlefields. He traces his ancestry to the first freed people who were given their own land in Henrico County, Virginia. What I'm learning now, even as a 44-year-old adult, is some things that I think I should have learned when I was in high school particularly with such rich history in this area. For Bagby, that starts with honoring Black Medal of Honor recipients who served this country even before the country recognized their full rights as citizens. As citizens. Union Baptist Cemetery is tucked away in a quiet spot off Cleves Warsaw Road in Covedale. It's the oldest Baptist African-American cemetery in Cincinnati, run by the oldest black Baptist congregation in the city. It's also a monument to about 120 free black men. During the Civil War, they took up arms and fought as soldiers against the Confederate Army that would have kept their people in bondage. They might have been all but forgotten without help about 10 years ago from an unlikely source, a history teacher and his students at a rural high school in Washington Courthouse. They took up the cause of documenting the burial places of more than 3,000 African-American soldiers from Ohio who fought in the Civil War. Union Baptist Cemetery is one of many Ohio cemeteries history teacher Paul LaRue and his students visited. They walked among the gravestones to build a database on the African-American soldiers buried there. LaRue says the church invited him and his students to visit the cemetery. And we met again with the church leaders in the cemetery, you know, the folks who do that. And we, you know, we helped, we shared our database. And uh, one of the things that the church then took the leadership role in was getting a marker. Uh, well, actually, there are two markers there. One is an Ohio historical marker. Uh, which my students actually wrote the text for, and the other is a marker recognizing the uh, Civil War soldiers buried there in the cemetery. By far, the most famous of the African-American soldiers buried at Union Baptist is Powhatan Beatty. He was born a slave in Virginia and came to Cincinnati at a young age. He had won his freedom by the time the Civil War began in 1861. When the Union Army began forming all black regiments in 1863, Beatty was eager to join. He became a first sergeant in the 5th U.S. Colored Troops. In a September 1864 battle in his home state of Virginia, 
Beatty's bravery, LaRue says, won him the highest honor a soldier can attain. Specifically, he and three other sergeants from the uh, 5th were on the field at uh, a battle known as either Chapin's Farm or New Market Heights. It, it goes by both names. And so Beatty, along with three of the other sergeants, continued to lead. Though they were injured, um, you know, they mustered their men and, and bravely uh, continued to charge and, and showing that, you know, just what, what we would call today conspicuous valor. And for that, he was a recipient of the Medal of Honor. While Beatty may be the most famous of the Union soldiers buried at the cemetery, there are others worth noting. Privates Leander Howard and Charles Goff were both interred at Union Baptist Cemetery. They're combat-wounded veterans of a legendary all-black unit, the 54th Massachusetts Infantry. Abolitionist and former slave Frederick Douglass founded the regiment, which became the subject of a major motion picture in 1989. Starting in 1863, after the Emancipation Proclamation was issued, Massachusetts took one of the lead roles. Massachusetts knew that they did not have enough men in their own state to fill their regiments, so they came to Pennsylvania and especially Ohio. And 500 men uh, served in those Massachusetts regiments from Ohio. And it's interesting to note that both Charles Goff and Leander Howard were injured at the famous charge or assault on Battery Wagner that was that was made famous in the movie Glory. To LaRue and the students who worked on the project, Union Baptist Cemetery is a true Cincinnati treasure. Too often we don't tell the stories of, of what, again, I call some of these you know forgotten heroes like Charles Goff and Leander Howard from Massachusetts 54th. You know, you watch the movie Glory, but you don't really think about the, the, the actual men who served uh, and so, the, you know, the Union Baptist Cemetery has continued to take an interest and in, in preserve their heritage, and the city of Cincinnati should be so incredibly proud. Union Baptist Cemetery at 4993 Cleese Warsaw Road is open to the public during daylight hours. I'm Howard Wilkinson, 91.7 WVXU. Shame on you. Really, just, just shame on you. New at 11? A historic African-American cemetery is hit by vandalism. And now those in charge of the Price Hill facilities upkeep are asking for your help to protect this piece of Cincinnati history. Nine on your side's Kristen Swilly shares how you can help and gives us an up-close look at the damage. Historic Union Baptist Cemetery has its fair share of issues from vandals obviously tagging this door and someone trying to break in. It's why these padlocks have been added and you can see throughout the cemetery multiple monuments have been knocked over. Now the church is appealing to the public for help. Back in the day, there were no place to bury African Americans. So the more than 15 acres here at Union Baptist Cemetery are hollowed ground. Former slaves, Civil War veterans and civil rights activists all rest here, but recently. We have vandalism and we have some very tall monuments that have just been pushed over. Angelita Jones is the chairperson of the Union Baptist Church Board of Trustees. She says the church started raising $150,000 for restoration years ago. So far, they've raised 150. You sort of wonder what they had to go through just to get that monument. The money would go toward leveling the grounds and restoring thousands of grave sites. This recent vandalism only sets that mission further back. It's really sad. It's, it's, it's beyond me. Kara Holman was walking through the cemetery this week when she noticed the trash and vandalism. Such a beautiful place, but it really, really brings me down to see it like this. 
She and her friends did what they could to clean up as they do every time they visit, but she knows more people will have to step up to return this resting place to its original glory. These are people that were brave, braver than I will ever be. If we don't take care of what we already have, how can we possibly go forward? If you would like to help with the Union Baptist Cemetery Fund, I post a link to its GoFundMe page on my Facebook page, Kristen Swilly News. Reporting in Price Hill, Kristen Swilly, 9 on your side. On your side. Funding is included in the recently signed federal omnibus spending plan to help restore and protect black cemeteries. You're listening to 91.7 WVXU on NPR One. I'm Tana Weingartner, and I have more on the African American Burial Grounds Preservation Act and how it was inspired by Price Hills Union Baptist Cemetery. Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown first introduced the act in 2019 after vandals overturned monuments and splashed graffiti throughout the historic cemetery. It took a few years, but the act was finally included in the 2023 spending plan signed by President Biden. Union Baptist Church member Louise Stevenson says she's thrilled for the country to begin discovering its untold history. To be able to locate the graves and give them background information about their family members. It is just wonderful. And the stories of the people who are buried in the cemetery really need to be told. The funding will be administered through the National Park Service. Tana Weingartner, 91.7 WVXU. WVXU. How Hatton Beatty truly is a, uh, you know, is a hero. He was in the first African-American regiment formed in the state of Ohio, uh, which was the United States Colored Infantry, the 5th. Uh, he was also a sergeant uh, in that, which is the highest rank an African-American soldier could hold at that time. Specifically, he and three other sergeants from the 5th uh, uh, were on the field at uh, a battle known as either Chapin's Farm or New Market Heights. It, it goes by both names. So the lieutenants and colonels were white. Many of them were already taken out of action by the Confederates, and so Beatty, along with three of the other sergeants continued to lead. Though they were injured, uh, you know, they mustered their men and, and bravely uh, continued to charge and, and showing that, you know, just what, what we would call today conspicuous valor. And for that, he was a recipient of the Medal of Honor. The uh, Union Baptist Cemetery is, is a wonderful gem, getting ready to celebrate its 150th anniversary. Through the research that my students and I have, had done really starting about 10 years ago, we, we came to know there are somewhere between 120 and 150 uh, African-American Civil War soldiers buried in the cemetery. There are two markers there. One is an Ohio historical marker, uh, which my students actually wrote the text for, and the other is a marker recognizing the uh, Civil War soldiers. I think that's, that's something that the community should be immensely proud immensely of. Proud of. We are coming to 
Family information distribution program seeking to inform non-white people, in particular black classifieds, and assisting in counter-racist codification. Let's get it in. Uh, uh. I guess you've been wondering where I've been, fellow black classifieds. Yes, indeed. came back to let you know got a thing for you can't let go can't let go PAR is a family friendly information distribution program dedicated to creating less confusion for people subject to non-white in particular black classification less confusion with the ultimate goal of solving problems replace the system of racism white supremacy with a system of justice immediately Yes indeed, yes indeed. The title of today's episode is Powell Hatton Beatty, Union Army's 5th United States Colored Infantry Regiment, Medal of Honor recipient, and the myth of black American cowardice. And I will repeat the title one more time. Powell Hatton Beatty, Union Army's 5th United States Colored Infantry Regiment, Medal of Honor recipient, and the myth of black American cowardice. You know how we do here. We like to let the rhythm sizzle in your spirit. Ah, ah. It's been a little over a month, fellow black classifieds. Old John G, as you well know, is an attempted father and attempted husband. Had to devote some time to my attempted family. But I'm back. But I'm back. And we got to rock that thing. That's one more. Good. Good. If you got an attempted spouse or an attempted life partner, old John G is asking you. To look them in the eyes, grab them, hold them tight, and let the rhythm sizzle in your spirit. Yes, and yes, and Thank you. 
Ancestors subject to black classification throughout the horrific history of these United States, and I ain't gonna let go. Where do we begin? Where do we begin is always the question, and I am your gracious and humble host. And before I get into the work, I gotta, gotta give a shout out to all the hardworking class, blue collar, John Henryism practitioner, law abiding citizens subject to non-white, in particular, black classification, who always dig into their pockets, their purses, their wallets, and distribute all pennies, nickels, and dimes that they have to spare to continue the work that old John G. attempts to produce, seeking to remove confusion. And I'd like to say, black self-respect salute. Much appreciated, and thank you. And all proceeds will be used to keep the show a coming. A coming. John G. Horses Cash App is dollar sign capital J O H N capital H O R S E. Feel free to donate if you feel this program is constructive and worth your time. Yes, indeed. And we are back. And I am your gracious and humble host, old John G. Horse. And as I mentioned earlier, I have been gone for a little over a month. But now I'm back. And yes, indeed, we're going to get into the work quick and we're going to get out. Old John G. had to refresh, recharge, spend time with his attempted family and his attempted wife. As you understand, producing this type of content takes a lot of time and energy and that time and energy is taken away from your attempted family if indeed you are part of one and old John G is part of an attempted family so you have to take time to participate in all of the festivities and events that take place within said attempted family now that that have been said, let me get into the work, get out, and let you guys go on about your day in an attempt to survive the steady onslaught of this environment that we find ourselves in. Powhatan, Beatty is the topic of the day. Powhatan, Beatty is the ancestor from which we are going to show a little bit of honor and reverence to. We are going to show a little respect by putting respect on the names of all the ancestors that put in the work and made the ultimate sacrifice throughout United States history to produce justice. Justice production 
in most cases when it comes to non-white people, subject to black classification, I always mean paying the ultimate sacrifice, putting in work on and off the battlefield. And oh, Powell Hatton Beatty is one of those individuals that I think is criminal, that we don't acknowledge. Therefore, old John G has taken the time to reduce a show to put his name up in the stratosphere so that you can go and do further research on who and what this individual stood for and where he came from. What people did he come from? Who raised him? What was his place of origin? What put in him the energy and the will to pay the ultimate price for justice production in these United States of America. And I'm gonna read from an article called from blackpass.org so that we can highlight and acknowledge the contributions of Powhatan, the honorable grandsister, Powhatan Beatty. Powhatan Beatty was an American soldier and actor. He served in the Union Army's 5th United States Colored Infantry Regiment throughout the Richmond-Petersburg campaign during the American Civil War. He received the Medal of Honor, the highest military decoration given by the United States when he took command of his company at the Battle of Chapin's Farm after all the officers were killed or wounded during battle. After the war, Beatty became an actor appearing in amateur theater productions. Powhatan Beatty was born into slavery on October 8, 1837 in Richmond, Virginia, and would gain his freedom sometime around 1849 when he relocated to Cincinnati, Ohio. While attending school there, he gained an interest in theater and appeared in school concerts. After leaving school, Beatty was an apprentice to a black cabinet maker, but continued to study acting and received training from several coaches, including James E. Murdoch, a retired professional stage actor from Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Beatty enlisted in the Union Army in Cincinnati for a three-year term on June 7, 1863. At the age of 25, he joined as a private, but was promoted to sergeant shortly after placed in charge of 47 other recruits and ordered to report to Columbus, Ohio. From there, they were scheduled to be sent to Boston to join the newly created 54th or 55th Massachusetts Infantry Regiment, the only official recognized black regiment in the United States at that time. When the squad arrived in Columbus, Ohio on June 15, 1863, they learned that the Massachusetts regiments were full and unable to accept their service. The governor of Ohio, David Todd, requested permission from the Department of War to form an Ohio Regiment of African Americans. Permission was granted on June 17, 1863, and BD and his squad became the first members of the 127th Ohio Volunteer Infantry, which was later redesigned as the 5th United States Colored Troops. After three months of recruitment and organization in Camp Delaware, located outside of Delaware, Ohio, the 5th United States Colored Troops were sent 
to the front in Virginia. In Virginia. By the time of the Battle of Chaffin's Farm on September 29th through September 30th, 1864, Beatty's Company G was part of a newly formed regiment of black troops assigned to attack the center of the Confederate defense of New Marker Heights. During the retreat, Company G's color bearer was killed. Beatty returned through about 600 yards of enemy fire to retrieve the flag and bring it back to company lines. Beatty then rallied the Union troops and led them in an attack that drove the Confederates from their positions. I'm gonna say that one more time. This is old John G talking. This ain't the article, but I'm saying it with my voice inflections. By the time the Battle of Chaffin's Farm on September 29th to September 30th, 1864, Beatty's Company G was part of a newly formed regiment of black troops assigned to attack the center of the Confederate defense of New Marker Heights. During the retreat, Company G's color bearer was killed. Was killed. Color bearer. Company G's color bearer was killed, meaning the guy that was holding the colors, the flag, the banner of Company G was struck down by fire. Beatty returned through 600 yards of enemy fire to pick up the banner, the colors. If you understand anything about war at this time, you carried the banner so that the officers in the back could know what position that their troops were in. And if the officers in the rear could see who had the color bearer, the colors, the banner, guess who else could see the banner flagging, in the, waving in the air? The enemy. So what was the number one target of the snipers from the enemy's lines? The flag, the banner, the colors. You understand me? Beatty returned through about 600 yards of enemy fire to retrieve the banner, the colors, the flag, and bring it back to company lines. Then turned around. Beatty then rallied the Union troops and led them in an attack that drove the Confederates from their positions. Y'all don't hear me. The ultimate sacrifice, the price that was paid. We don't understand. To get up off them killer squad, killer squad plantations, those terror squad plantations. Work had to be put in. Everybody wasn't an intellectual giving speak speeches. People had to pick up muskets. People had to dodge bullets, take bullets. You understand me? Bayonets, cannon fire, lose limbs. You understand me? Pay the ultimate price, losing their life. Understand me, who was they doing that for? See, in case y'all have been wondering where I've been, I've been looking to find the love within. I am my ancestors. Old John G. will never forget, will never let dissipate into the stratosphere. The sacrifice, the work that has been put in by my ancestors in these United States, subject to non-white in particular, black classification and today we are talking about we are talking about Powhatan Beatty do your research 
beautiful, glorious story of black self-respect. Beautiful, glorious story of paying the price for freedom. Beautiful, glorious story story, story. of a foundation, United States Black Classified, putting in that work for his group. group. Not an individual. He was part of a group. And clearly, he was fighting for something bigger than him. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Of Company G's eight officers and 83 enlisted men who entered battle, only 16 enlisted men, including Beatty, survived the attack without wounds. By the end of the battle, over 50% of the regiment had been killed, wounded, or captured. Despite the heavy casualties, the Battle of Chaffin's Farm was a Union victory. For his actions, Beatty was commended on the battlefield by General Benjamin Butler. And seven months later, on April 6, 1865, he was awarded the Medal of Honor. Now, let me give it the context. You got to understand, we are under Confederate and Northern Union Army War, meaning we are in the height, height of anti-black racism. General Benjamin Butler, from my understanding, was subject to white classification. He classified himself as white, and he is on the suspected white supremacist list, among other things. And for General Benjamin Butler to put his name on the dotted line to give not to give, to award the Medal of Honor to our ancestor, Powhatan Beatty. You understand me? The word on the street at this time was that people subject to black classification were not fit to be at war. They were cowards. Soon as they hear a firecracker pop, they gonna run the other way with their eyes bucking, scratching where they can't itch and grinning when ain't nothing funny. That was the word on the street. And I'm sure suspected white supremacist General Benjamin Butler was uh, in that frame of thought. But on April 6, 1865, he was awarding the Medal of Honor to fellow black classified ancestor, Grand Sester, Powhatan Beatty. Now this is either true or is not true. Do your research. There's more to this story. Documented and verified. Ain't no allegory. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. After the war, Beatty returned to Cincinnati, married and raised a family. He resumed his career as a cabinet maker and pursued amateur acting and public speaking engagements. By the early 1870s, he had become a well-known actor in local theaters and directed music and drama presentations throughout the city. In 1884, Beatty teamed with black actress Henrietta Vinton Davis, and the two began touring across the North, performing in Shakespearean plays such as Richard III and Macbeth. Powhatan Beatty died on December 6, 1916 in Cincinnati, Ohio, at the age of 79. He was buried at the Union Baptist Cemetery. Before I get up out of here, family, 
before I get out of here, fellow black classifieds. Powerhead and Beatty died on December 6, 1916 in Cincinnati, Ohio at the age of 79. A hero, a patriot, foundational to the United States, black classified hero, Medal of Honor, outstanding and extraordinary bravery under heavy enemy fire. Where's the movie? Where's the television series? I don't want to hear nothing about no doggone high hole silver away and no doggone uh, 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 Lone Range and all that stuff and Black Panther and Spider-Man. We don't even got to go up into all of that. Fellow Black Classifieds, all we got to do is Look for the love within. Open up the pages of history of these United States of America and before the United States was formed. Open up the pages of history and pluck an ancestor and you're going to find a superhero, men, women, and children. I'm sitting here in the story of Powhatan Beatty and I just ran across Henrietta Vinton Davis, another rider. We will be getting into her legacy later this year. Powhatan Beatty died on December 6, 1916 in Cincinnati, Ohio at the age of 79. He was buried at the Union Baptist Cemetery. I'm going to end this show with this. The Union Baptist Cemetery was the resting place of a lot of black American ancestors, in particular black Union riders. riders. And we get news reports in 2020, 2019, 2018, 17, 2021, 2022, 2023 that is being vandalized and people kicking over tombstones of the grandcestors. What are we doing? Do we have concern? of our legacy. And if we do, where are the monuments, the statues of people like the Grand Sester, Powhatan Beatty? I'm here in Tampa, Florida. And every cone of your turn, every nook and cranny, you got Confederate flags and Confederate memorials and Confederate monuments for those who identify as being ancestors of Confederate military veterans. Is the same fervor, is the same energy, are the same resources from those of us who have them, is the same concern about our ancestors who were our true superheroes. Are we putting out the same effort to conserve and protect the memorials and the resting places of those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for us? And are we erecting statues and are we paying homage to banners and flag from which they were willing to die for? Wasn't dying for the banner and flag. They were fighting and dying for us. The future generations of their lineage. Now, that's either true or it's not true. 
Powhead and Beatty was not enslaved. Powhead and Beatty, at the age of 12, had moved to Cincinnati from Virginia and was granted freedom. Powhead and Beatty was practicing a trade of carpentry and was able to pursue his passion of theater. At the age of 25, he put all that down and joined the Black Union troops to put in work. He was already free for those who wasn't. Powhat and Beatty from old John G and all of your ancestors. I want to give ultimate black self-respect salute. And if you wonder where I've been, I'm always searching from the love within and within I am my ancestors and my ancestors are me. And I hope I have contributed to less confusion. And always remember, keep learning, stay codified.